tieflings and tabaxi, high elves and halflings, barbarians and bards. Welcome back to Raw School. Open up your player's handbook as we take another deep dive into the magical and mystical world of Dungeons and Dragons. Class is now in session. Students, class is back in session. Um, professor, uh, I have a question. Um, yes? Um, you know we have magic at our disposal. We don't need you to be breathing like that. Well, this is and if you're going to, can you please wear a mask or something? <laughs> my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh my god, we have Zach here. Welcome, Hello, everyone. So, so you all uh, from Raw School might know of Zach's work because Zach is the creator of the logo mm-hmm. for Raw and Order and the image graphic for Raw School. Yeah, Yay. That is some crazy talent, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's insane. Yeah. Thank you so it's, much for creating that for us. Yeah, yeah it was a pleasure. Wonderful. So professional. Mm. Okay, so Zach, you, I got you to play D anD D because, like Andy and like all of and like Anna and like basically all of my friends, I'm like, oh my god, you have to play this game. <laughs> yeah. How and many I, of your conversations start with blank? I got you to play D anD D. Um, like fifty percent. <laughs> Even when it's just me alone, <laughs> I just say self. Self. I got you to play D and D. I used to have a math teacher who used to say, "And you know what, kids? Sometimes I said to myself, self, and then she would like go on and say the thing, and I'm just like, you are." I know a math teacher who is, I 100% guarantee, not the same math teacher who also does the I same assume, thing. I assume you didn't also know Miss Givler from from Long Island. <laughs> nope, Givler, you say? Kimmy Givler. Yep, <laughs> it's Kimmy Givler. Um, that's why I'm so bad at math. Kimmy Givler taught me math. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Zach, we, so we have you on for our, uh, I forget what we called this segment. Uh, Redux. Something, Role, roleplay Redux. Roleplay or, Redux or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah. A cool uh, name. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. cool yeah. name. Interviews with awesome folks. There you Ooh. go. Um, to talk about your getting your cherry pants for D&D. So talking mm. about your first experience, what was it like? What was? My first question is, what did Joe say to you to convince you to play? Um, so basically, Joe is a super good friend of mine, and um, I knew him before d and then I saw him take the plunge real hard, and- <laughs> Right into uh, the deep end with this one. <laughs> yes, directly. And yeah, then yeah. there were several months of, oh my gosh, I'm loving D&D, and no, I can't hang out anymore because six days a week <laughs> I'm doing D&D campaigns, and the other one day a week I have to sleep because I'm not sleeping during those six days. <laughs> Um, and then after several months of that and being like, Zach, won't you play D and <laughs> was like, finally he said like, all right, I think I have a campaign that you might like. We'll do like a Harry Potter themed and it won't be that D and D ish with like elves and dwarves and all that jazz. You know, it'll be like very light and mm-hmm. easy yeah. and I'll make it fun. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And did it meet your expectations or did it at least meet the sales pitch? Um, it was a little bit different. Like I, I was expecting the spell casting to work a little bit more mm. like Harry Potter does, mm. right? Um, right. and so that was a 
a bit of a difference, but um, mostly I had enough sort of secondhand, thirdhand exposure to D&D that it matched kind of what I was expecting it to go like. Yeah. Had you had you done any TTRPG before? I don't know what that stands for. So, <laughs> so no. I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Tabletop role-playing games, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So no, I had not. Uh. Yeah. Awesome. I do yeah. like tabletop games. Ticket to Ride is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Catan, all those. Catan. House on Haunted Hill or Betrayal House on the Hill. Have you ever played that? Yeah, we played, yeah, we played it. it. So yeah, good. At Will's house. Um, oh, yeah. Um, hi, Will. Um, he hasn't listened to this. It's okay. Um, it's okay. So, so, okay. So, Zach, what was your, like, so you thought the spellcasting would be more like, like Harry Potter spellcasting, but in terms of, like, the actual role playing and getting into character. Cause you did that right away. You had an accent ready. You had, you were, which very... I did not stick with, but, but that's okay. okay. Like you, you still did it for some of the game and it was good. And sure. And you had like, you were so connected to like your character had a younger sister and you're, and mm-hmm. they were really connected to them. How, like having never played before, what was that like? And I don't think you've really done much acting either. Right. Um, I've done a little bit of acting. Yeah. I bit. did. Um, you know, like I was in the plays in like high school and even like elementary school, I was in the plays. And, Julia. and then um, when I was at Iowa State, I did um, a one act play. Mm. Equus, I, did you fuck a horse? <laughs> no. Um, oh. Speaking of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. All right. No, uh, I can't remember what it was called. I played some crazy person who like. No, oh. planning to kill his mom in order to impress some girl. So less of a play, more of just a like a like a self portrait. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. no, I love my mother dearly. So. <laughs> um. So okay, so you had a little bit of that like yeah. stage experience. Yeah. Did that? Do you feel like that translated to? Uh, not at all. Oh, no. Not interesting. At all. No. You know, it's um, very interesting because you had a very cool uh like quirk about your character in that you had yeah. those cards. Where did that yeah. come from? Um. So the thing that I was going to say backing up a second is that the experience that I have that I felt did apply was writing experience. Oh. Um and so, you know, I've written some stories before and so then like coming up with the character and oh what's their backstory? I was like, okay, that I could do that. And then um answering your question, uh so my character had a set of 16 cards which were kind of like tarot cards. Uh, only they were um, custom made for this character. So they didn't have like death and the tower and the two of cups or whatever. Um, My cards were things like masculinity or flippancy or um, good and evil. Like up up and down. Yeah, so it was was the same as tarot cards were like if it was one way up, it meant something. And if it was the other way, it meant like the opposite thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So my sister um has a deck of tarot cards she's had a deck of tarot cards since i was i don't know middle school or something like that uh and also as a graphic artist i think that tarot cards are really interesting Mm -hmm. uh, because there's like 78 little very intricate pictures um yeah and so i have also worked on my own like private art project of designing uh, a set of tarot cards that's like uh just the just the fancy ones what they call the major arcana mm-hmm. the, the idea was yeah. to supplement uh, a deck of bicycle cards so yes. i was like trying to make 
a set of tarot cards that looked like ordinary playing cards. And it's really fucking cool. <laughs> that sounds really it. amazing. Yeah. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that project almost entirely evaporated when my uh, hard drive. Oh no! Died. That yeah. was oh, lost. dear. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Well, that I mean, okay, you're you're a phenomenally talented artist. Just to, <laughs> just to like plug him even more, he did. He was working on this painting for a very long time, and it is a picture of your friend, uh, a couple that got married. Oh. And um, was it they have a baby or no? It was just, yeah, they had their baby. Um, and literally, like the the painting looks like the photograph that they oh. took almost exactly. Like it just looks like if you weren't up close to it, you would think it's a photograph in black and white. Oh. It is phenomenal. So thank you. Um, so so okay. So you so you had this this uh, tarot deck and exposure to tarot and then you incorporated that like concept into this character yes so um my character had a special religion where um he believes that the universe uh is willing to share its hidden truths with somebody if they abide by a certain set of rules um the rules basically being respecting the universe so taking care of things um mending what's broken using instead of wasting blah 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 um, protecting the sanctity of life, if possible. So my and that was all like a backstory that you created, right? Yes, yeah. oh, that's amazing. That well, is a very you. intensive backstory he, for a character he, we you played four times. So. Right. <laughs> you nerded out more than I expected and got super into the backstory element, which I think you enjoyed because yeah. it was basically like short story. Writing. Yeah. So I nerded out on that part, um, and then not about the stats part at all. I was sure. like, Joe, do this part for me. <laughs> Which question yo when we played in our first session i yeah. saw you taking extremely copious notes yes what were you writing um well i knew that the over the course of this campaign we had some sort of mystery to solve and i was just trying to not forget things you know there was a lot of info right away and also actually the very first time around a lot of what i was writing down was information about other people's characters it was mm. like okay trying to remember you know so and so is a, a beater so and so is a plant guy or a doctor or what have you mm -hmm. um so that so and so is a badass <laughs> or thinks that she is <laughs> um and so you played a warlock because uh, you know mm -hmm. you knew you wanted to be a slytherin um, and you knew that you wanted to be like a high charisma, like a charismatic person, which naturally fits in. Warlock is a great pick for that. Um, and it's a high magic campaign. So Warlock made sense. Um, and then you, you, interestingly, what I love, and this is what I encourage new players or pl all players to do, but um, like I was talking to Andy about this last night, actually, because he's making a character for another game that I'm doing. Um, don't worry so much about oh, like, okay, this is a cleric, and so therefore, like, my god has to be this or or do that. It's like, no, no, no. What is the player, what is the character you want to play? What is the story you want to tell? And for you, that was, oh, I have this, this character that has this religion. Great. You're going to play it as a warlock, and that's going to be your patron, even though it's to you and your family and, like, this history of wizards, it's actually more of a religion, which is not something that, like, uh, uh, J.K. Rowling touches on a lot in Harry Potter. So it right. was a really interesting mix of like uh, hurdles for me as a DM to sort of like think about that when right. crafting stuff. You kind of molded what you wanted to do or 
molded the existing universe of D&D into what you wanted to do versus the other way around, right? Like trying to fit what you want to do into the existing universe, which is definitely the right direction to go in where you use what's existing there, but then play it how you want to play it and just change what you need to change to meet your needs. Yeah, which I was able to do to some extent, but not as much as I wanted to. Okay. Um, Because like casting spells or like, because my character was really intended to be this like conflict avoidant nonviolent person. <laughs> and then <laughs> this campaign was like battle 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 battle. You have to kill the death eaters. <laughs> okay, to be and fair, I, to, there were no death eaters. To be fair, well, like it was not super combat focused. I mean, I think no. we had one session where it was almost the second session I think it was all RP um except for the very end. Um and I, uh, I but I can see it to a new player how that yeah fits in but it's an interesting point that you're making because there are i actually think in the new the new supplement they're going to release um and it's about the Feywild, they actually are having game mechanics for making it an entirely pacifist campaign mm. which i find really interesting um mm. but yeah it's it, and that you didn't get to play the full color of your character yes because you had a lot of interesting spells and stuff and by a lot of interesting spells, mostly, I mean, I had Eldritch Blast. Like, I tried to do other things, and they were all, oh, that's not effective, and you're gonna die. Fine, you know, with- Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd the, the other person destroyed. With the extensive, like, backstory that you had written and this kind of vision that you had for your character, I agree with Joe. I think it would have done really, really well in a long-term campaign right, where yeah. you get to play out this struggle you have with pacifism versus wanting to defend your group, wanting right. realizing mm-hmm. that, you know, the world cannot be all peaceful all the time, or at least the world that you're in there. Yeah. Um, and so that that would have been very cool to to play out, which just means you should do a long term <laughs> campaign. <laughs> With the same character? You could if you, you wanted could. to. Yeah, of course you could um, you could like obviously vary not in it a, up and in yeah. Necessarily Harry Potter, but you could translate that character easily to any world, right? Fair. Um uh, no, but and what I loved is that you incorporated those tarot cards that well they're not tarot mm-hmm. cards but oracle cards oracle cards. Um, you incorporated that into your gameplay, so like yes. your character was very much like there was a very much like a law and order to how they interacted with the world. So like mm-hmm. you got this calling from this from this your patron, and then you would flip your cards and then respond or or take clues from the world based on what the cards read, yeah. which was such a fun. I don't and I don't know how it, it happened. It was such a fun thing for me to improv as a DM, but you because you had to yeah. represent the like <laughs> supreme you had to have universe. That card makes sense. Yes. yes, I think one time you pulled like feminine, and I was like, uh, uh, this doesn't apply. <laughs> but but like for all the other ones, I think like it was so like, and you happened to pull just the right cards. And I was able to weave a story from them. And I knew I'm like, okay, guys, this is going to really work my improv chops. But we were able to do it. And I think it was actually like really, really cool. And that was yes. fun for me because I that was something about the game I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. I can't control what card you're going to pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 uh, to have your so character... So I offered to give you more control, actually, because mm. um, I had said earlier, like, okay, well, I'll draw a card. And the card has two meanings, like, if it's upright, it's good. If it's upside down, it's bad. You just tell me which one it is, good or bad. You know, but you didn't... No, you didn't I wanted that. I yeah. wanted you to have I think he was form. having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great. Absolutely. It, yeah, and, like, I think you would... Like, unfortunately, this had to be a really contrived story because there's no way that we could have done 
something where that gets so deep. I mean, all of the characters were so good and were so interesting. Um, but we there's no way we could have done like a deep dive the way that I do in like the campaign I do for Anna. Because it was short. Because it was mm-hmm. short, right. So if you did play a longer campaign and even one that didn't focus so much on combat, because um, there are a lot and there's even other RPGs out there that are that are more focused on role playing versus combat. Sure. Um, I think you you would have been able to get into that more and I think you would have found more unique uses for some of those spells other than just in combat. Unfortunately, mm. you were playing in a magic school where like you're supposed to be a student, so I had to kind of put the poo-poo on some of the things you guys did. <laughs> but um I remember Anna, your character <laughs> playing a wild magic sorceress, your character used disguise self to disguise herself as Madam uh or not Sprout uh, as Professor, Professor Sprout, Sprout yeah. and went and had drinks with McGonagall, <laughs> who's the headmistress. Um and she did not make her insight check because she nope. was drinking um so she had a disadvantage and and you just like had a chat with her as professor sprout and i was like mm-hmm. fuck i what do i even do but like it's those kind of moments that make D so like fun and interesting and i think sure. in a longer game you probably would have more ways to uh explore that but so, well, so speaking oh sorry Anna. i was just gonna say we've mentioned now how the skills that you have acquired would play so well in a longer game would you play again and would you play a long game or a short game again? Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I had fun with the people who were playing. Mm-hmm. I, I could tell it was a good group. People were funny, smart. Um, you know, I just, I'm glad that I did it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it was really my thing. Yeah. Hmm. And that's okay. And I think that's yeah. a really, like important perspective right because for some of our listeners like you may be listening to this podcast to learn more about D, and when you play you might be like oh this actually isn't what i thought it would be and i'm not having fun um and that's that's okay you're weird and you're a loser and and yeah you'll exactly be alone forever. i mean i know those things but... about myself so that's <laughs> we shall I now have someone who you, loves me but <laughs> <laughs> well okay so th- thinking then about the like the the more RP aspects of the game. What about the combat? Did you have fun even though the, like, what did you think of the mechanics? Cause you're someone who kind of likes the details of things. Did you enjoy I do like the detail? I do like game theory and whatnot. Um, I mean, for me, the combat was part of why I said to myself, I don't know that I'll do this again, mm. because like, I was like, okay, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to try all of these different spells. And pretty much, like, nothing that I did worked, except for Eldritch Blast. I had no. this one really powerful spell, and then all these other things I tried to do, because I was like, I don't want to just do Eldritch Blast every turn. Right. But by the end of the campaign, I was like, every time it's my turn, all right, it's Eldritch Blast time, I guess. Let's go. So, yeah. So, I think if you played a character other than a warlock for your next character, if you were to do it again, I think you would have a lot more fun, because... I, and admittedly, like, so you had the great old one as your uh, pa- patron. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like psychic and psionic things and spells like charm person and stuff that really rely on the other party failing a saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of creatures are immune to charm effects or have resistance against them. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you do it and it's it's a crapshoot. You either succeed and it's like fuck i can't believe i succeeded right but but you expect it most of the time to fail and and i wanted to like let you play the character you wanted but definitely like 
I felt bad when I poo-pooed those those things because I was like, fuck, like I want you to But you did like you were able to use Phantasmal Force on an ooze, yeah. which I was like, sure, yeah, this ooze is gonna be affected. And like you were able to like basically stun it for a round, which is like a huge deal mm-hmm. in the action yeah. economy of D D. There's occasionally um, something that I could do was a bit more creative, yeah. And we were relatively in the like early levels still. Yeah. So you're yeah. you know, your spell save DCs are, are gonna be lower, so it's gonna yeah. be easier to beat when they make saving throws and things like that. But and, uh, yeah, and at I think, higher levels, it's a lot it's a lot more fun to kind yeah. of have that. And you get things like dominate person at like I think it's a fifth or sixth level spell. That literally lets you control the mind of another humanoid and make them act. Mm. Like that is a really po- that's like the imperious curse, right? So like um mm-hmm. like something like that you get at a much higher level and I could in a campaign where you're using spells outside of combat a lot more. And that's not set in a magical school. I think you would have much more freedom. Like I probably would have given you much more freedom to do those things. And you just would learn over time that certain things aren't going to work against like certain types of enemies or in certain circumstances. Like having to know what your Pokemon type is. Exactly. (laughs) Not that I ever actually played that game, but I do know that it's how that works. Yeah, but it's similar. Yeah. So we know you weren't like super into the combat portion of it, or you felt kind of restricted by what you could and could not do. What parts did you enjoy? Um, I mean, I enjoyed just, hanging out with a group and laughing with people um i enjoyed getting to see other people do their own little role-playing thing um i enjoyed the snacks people brought snacks um i enjoyed getting to hang out with joe you know like Mm -hmm. we're besties and it was like all right joe i'll do this because i will have access to you one additional night a week for a couple I, weeks. I think that if we tried to organize a game and maybe like dragooned Casey into DMing it or something, which he probably wouldn't do. Um, I th- and, and where I was a player in it, we, I think you might have more fun. And once you understand, cause the other, the other aspect and for new players, this is important. You're not going to under fully understand like the action economy of bad, oh, of yeah, battle no, right I away. Did not right. And like, so even now I still, I'm like, I, right. It's a reaction or a bonus action. I have no, not the single foggiest idea how to use a bonus action. Right. I know that they exist. So, like, you learn that stuff. Like, you would need much more than four sessions to really become fluent with that stuff. Okay. And once you do, combat becomes more fun because you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And do you think you'd agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sounds fair. So maybe maybe we will get you in another game, maybe not as a warlock and maybe not set in modern Harry Potter times, but maybe some sort of different game. We'll see. I don't know. I think you're I can I can force you to do it. (laughs) I could dangle it over your head and then guilt you. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted because I just noticed that you have six thousand eight hundred and sixty eight emails in your inbox. Oh, my God. Horrified. Joe. That's only okay. That Students. is that is only the unreads. There are actually yeah. So really, there's more so than six thousand eight hundred and sixty-eight. Uh, where's the? T- I don't know. Even know do where. as we say, not as we do. Students. Oh no, that's that's the total. I think. No, that's just. The oh unreads. no, that's just Good the unreads. Lord. I don't yeah. even know how to find the total. It's I have like forty thousand. I don't really use my email for all that much. So. It's Gmail. You just search it and find what you need. Anyway. Um, uh, okay. So closing thoughts, Zach. What would you 
what information or advice or like what would you tell to like someone who was just dipping their toes into D&D and maybe hadn't played before based on your experience in our Harry Potter game? I would say, um, first of all, figure out what kind of character you want and then just tell whoever is roping you into it and <laughs> ask them to you know, basically co-design your stats for you if that's not your thing. Uh, and then I would say whatever spells and equipment that you have, uh, make a cheat sheet for yourself. Mm. Because mm. I, I'm looking at my character sheet and I'm like, oh, I have Mind Sliver. And I'm like, hey, Anna, can I borrow your book <laughs> so I can remember what Mind Sliver is? But once I like, once I looked at all these things and I wrote down on a sheet of paper what all of these things do and in what cases I can use them and what like sort of creatures I could use them against, then I had that one very quick reference i could use mm -hmm. uh, and that turned out to be quite useful on days i remembered to bring it yeah well and they do make spell cards that you can buy that actually have all the information on a card that you or can, have apps for that apps. that we've yeah, talked about yeah yeah so um i used to make flashcards in my early days so yeah i, I remember when anna made flashcards yeah. for so and um yeah i think that I think that like if you were to play in a longer campaign, uh, maybe something like that, where like, oh, this is this. These are the spell cards for this class. All the information about spells. I'll pick these cards. Here they are. I have it when I need it. Um, something like that would be super helpful. Um, yeah. yeah. And the other thing, just when designing my character, was you're like, all right, so pick six spells or whatever it was and there's like a huge yeah. list of spells to pick yeah. from mm -hmm. and i was like this is a little overwhelming so eventually toward the end i was just like you know closing sure. my <laughs> eyes and pointing at a list and grabbing something um which i mean i don't know seemed like it was fine so if you're really overwhelmed just do that yeah or ask go. for input yeah, yeah i was gonna say DM i think i picked like, something what would like, be yeah. helpful and yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I picked a couple blindly, and there were, like, one or two that Joe was like, oh, maybe don't pick that one. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, fine, I won't. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Zachary. Thank you so much for joining us yeah. today. Oh, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll I'll let the world know if I end up pulling Zach into another game. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, good luck. <laughs> Class is dismissed. Woo!